This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Episode. I have no idea. It, um, I wanted to say 302, but we have wow. not recorded that many episodes, and I know yeah, that. He's really putting us up there. Um, well, 106? No. Five? Yeah. Okay. You're close. One oh six. Eagle one oh six. I don't know what that is. That was a radio station. That was the cool radio station when I was growing up. Played all the today's hits. Eagle one oh six. Where? Where the fuck did I live? I don't ever remember hearing that station. Well, that's what it was called, Eagle One O Six. Like it it played like pop hits? Yeah. It played like, you know contemporary stuff. What's contemporary? Like, current. So, like, what was back then? The 90s? It said, like, fucking Debbie Gibson, Debbie Gibson and fucking Madonna Third and New Kids on the Block. They played all that stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the um, girls... That is in <clears throat> summer camp, the summer camp program at my school. Um, I think she, she's eight. She was talking to me today while I was, like, prepping my art. And um, she was like, Miss Tina, what, what, what was your favorite song when you were my age? And I was like, oh, when I was eight. And I was thinking really hard. And I was like, well, I don't really remember specifically when I was eight. But I remember when I was ten, the Spice Girls came out. And I I love them. Like, I thought they were the coolest. And she's like, oh, I've never heard of them. And her mom is around my age. So I was, like, playing her Spice Girls songs. And we listened. Whoa, what the fuck is that? A fly. A regular <laughs> house fly. Holy shit. It, like, flew right at my eyeball. Wow. <laughs> you act like a fucking horse just flew at you. <laughs> Right at my eye, it was so fucking close. I would expect that reaction if like a horse with wings flew at you, like a Pegasus. That was so scary. I nearly died. It was so close to my eye. That's like the reaction of a little peach running out of the tent, and there's a Blair Witch right there. (laughs) Holy shit! Whoa, what is that? Oh, I didn't boy. like that so much. That was ridiculous. Um, so I was like, and then when I was younger, I was like, I really liked Mariah Carey, and she's like, Oh, I knew who that is. And then I was like, I like New Kids on the Block, and she was like, Oh, who are they? And I was like, They were like a boy band, and I played um, the right stuff for her. She was not impressed. Mm, well, you know, that's about right. Um, I mean. I don't think there's been any, well, some culinary delights from a peach. Peach is getting a little too high on her own horse. What do you mean? Because she's always the, oh, because I'm a good cook. Oh, damn, I'm good. You know, you never you never liked when I said it, but now you just all, you know, smelling your own shit. That's rude. And thinking it smells great. You can cook some pork roll. It's pork roll sandwiches. Pork roll's delicious. Yeah. We're going to have a pork roll episode when it's uh, John Taylor's birthday. Oh, what are we going to do for that? We're going to eat pork roll and we're just going to talk all about pork roll. Maybe right. we should make some like special pork roll dishes. All right. I don't really know 
I mean, they had some pork, like pork roll empanadas or pork roll kebabs or... Pork roll kebabs is literally pork roll on a stick. Yeah, I like, guess. You know... Do we make like a pork roll cheesesteak? As much as I do love pork roll, it's not the most versatile no, thing. No, not really. I mean, you could have it like... A regular pork roll sandwich, like pork roll and cheese sandwich, or you can have a topper burger, which is like a thing in Trenton, which is um, a cheeseburger hey, with. We're not talking about pork roll now. That's what we're gonna save. A piece of pork roll on top, we're and then there's that. like bacon, egg, and cheese, or <laughs> pork roll, egg, and cheese so on. A there's bagel. a bacon, egg, and cheese, which you know, pork roll. Oh, pork roll, right, egg, so and we'll cheese. So we'll talk about pork roll. I believe it's October sixth is okay. his birthday. Um. And he's buried in Trenton, so I mean, he's born in Hamilton, so um, yeah, we can go there and uh, see the grave, and we'll, uh, you know, we bring some pork roll sandwiches with us and eat them in his honor. Okay. Well, you can't really get to back because it's kind of like in a little mausoleum. It's got like a gate. Um, I've been there before. Um, I tried the um, the Burger King fiery nuggets. Peach didn't try them. Even though if she was with me when I did, she probably wouldn't have eaten them. Fuck no. Um, they were pretty spicy. I don't know if they're spicier than their normal spicy nuggets or the ghost pepper nuggets. They were a weird spice. They were like spicy, but a little bit of a sweetness to them, but then spicy. Jeff watched a review of these. It's exactly right, that by review. By... Who is that person? He's called the Report of the Week, and it's a running on empty food review. I don't know. I he watch like his stuff. he reminds me of like if Sheldon Cooper didn't do flags, like his flag YouTube show, and did a show about cooking but dressed fancy. Like that's him. He kind of reminds me of a younger version of Death from Supernatural. Is what he reminds me of the way he looks, and you know, just he's always wearing suits. So, yeah, and his hair slicked back. So, uh, but he's usually spot on with his stuff, and with these, he was. He, you know, it's exactly right. Um, they were spicy. That motherfucking fly is so fucking big, and it flew right at my eyeball. That's like yeah, Japanese pretty... beetle fly, Japanese beetle-sized fly. I mean, it's like a regular-sized fly. It's a Japanese beetle-sized fly, and it flew right at my fucking eyeball. You're telling me if something wasn't flying right at your eyeball without your goddamn glasses, you wouldn't holler? I would see it first if it was flying with my fucking eyeball. All I saw was something black coming at me. I had no fucking idea I was being attacked. Wow. I don't think you were being attacked. I was being attacked. That fly um, was dive bombing me. So when you you get like in the bag and the paper they come in. It looks kind of greasy, but greasy. Greasy. But they say it's like a glaze, and it's like in the bottom of the bag. It was all like liquidy. I don't. So I guess they take the normal nuggets and maybe dip them in this glaze and shake them around. I don't know if they're special nuggets. So it's got like. The bag, inside of the bag, was all kind of like liquidy, wet uh, residue from some sort of sauce or whatnot. But they were pretty tasty. I would eat them again. I don't know how long they're going to stick around for. So if you wanted to try them, I'd uh, get to your local Burger King quickly. Because stuff like this usually doesn't stick around for a long time if they do it. Which is stupid because people would just buy it. Like, oh, here, we'll give it to you for a little bit and then you'll love it and then we'll take it away. 
So, uh, I went to Forgotten Boardwalk, which is a brewery in Cherry Hill, which I'm not going to talk about. If I ever start up my beer patch again, I'll talk about it there. Where I got to try beers, because it's a brewery in Cherry Hill that I've had some of their stuff before from other places that we've gone. They did special beers for the uh, McDowell's pop-up that I went to a couple years ago. But uh, I always knew they were in Cherry Hill, but now they're like super close to where we live. They're like seven minutes away. So I was like, hey, I've never been there before. So I'm going to go there. And they're putting out a new version of their uh, funnel cake ale. They conditioned this one on Fruit Loops. So it was pretty tasty. Um, but their atmosphere is pretty cool. It's like, you know, because their name is Forgotten Boardwalk. So they had a lot of like boardwalky s stuff. They have like skee-ball games. And they played a lot of 40s music. Which Jeff told me about when he got home. He's like, you would have loved it. Cause she would have loved the atmosphere and the music. The beer, probably not so much. Because I'm, I'm a little old lady at heart. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, what we did do, cider related, we went to the grand opening of a new cider place. Yeah, it was in Chestnut Hill. That's in, that's like a... What do you call it? Like a suburb? Not a suburb, but like a town outside of Philadelphia. What is that? Is that that? Mm-hmm. Oh. I wondered why you had your Yeti out. Gotta keep it cold. Um, and it was um, this little cider place called Cider Belly. Mm-hmm. And they were having their like grand opening. They were having a private event before the grand opening and we got there like right before they opened the door and we peach gave me some business she said i wouldn't want to be here so early there was other people there we weren't the only ones Mm -hmm. and i was saying like it's a small place so yeah it got really crowded after we got in there so it was a good thing we were there early and right in the front and got a table Mm -hmm. it was still a little tricky to get the cider because there were so many people ordering and they didn't have a lot of people like working and there was just so many people around. I guess they didn't think that they'd have such a big turnout. Maybe. Or I, I don't know. Maybe they thought it would be more of a like a trickle instead of just like a steady flow. Yeah. Because it was like while we were there, we were there for about an hour, I'd say. And um, they had three ciders and they do have other drinks. They had wine, they have cocktails, and they have beer. And they have some small plates of food. Mm-hmm. We didn't really look... Hold on, I have at, the menu. I took yeah, pictures of it. I only it. have a picture of the cider portion. But, I mean, they had some wines from Caramore Estate. Yeah, so they had three ciders. They were the Wissahickon Original Dry Cider made with seasonal blend of 10-plus varieties of Pennsylvania apples, and that's 7.5 ABV. And then, how the hell do you say it? Pa- the Pastorius. Pastorius. Dry hop cider with two different varieties of hops, citrus, and earthy notes, 7.5 ABV. And then the Covered Bridge, locally sourced organic dark cherries infused into the original dry cider blend, 7.5 ABV. So, um, a glass was $8, a carafe was 16 a growler was 25 and a growler refill was 21 which those prices are pretty good. Um, well, I don't know. It doesn't say the size of the growler. 
No, it doesn't, but... And not like we need another growler. Oh, absolutely so, not. I mean, it would be nice to get one, but... I like their logo, so I would like that, but like... We can get a glass and have the logo yeah, that way. Not got, that we need a fucking glass. Yeah, we don't need anything. But and they had um, four different wines, all from Caramore State Winery. Um, a Rosé, a Sauvignon Blanc, a Meritage. Maybe that's how Meritage? You, Meritage. Meritage? I don't know. Meritage? I don't know. Maybe it's just said normally. I don't know. I don't know how to say that. I've never even heard of that Meritage? Wine. It doesn't have a thingy. Well, then maybe it's just Meritage. Meritage. I don't know. That just sounds so blunt. And then um, Cabernet Franc. Franc. There's no. There's nothing. There's nothing there. I don't think it's... No, accent. It's Frank. It's Frank. Frank's Cabernet. Whatever. And then beer, they have um, One, Two, Three Drafts, Lime City Lager from Love City Brewing, Smooth Tempo from Love City Brewing, and New Zingland. It's New England. Z E N G L New Zingland. Shout out for that fly. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, it's a N E I P A. What is that? An, oh, a New England IPA. Mm, yeah. Ooh, why would anyone that? And that's from Great Barn Brewing, um, and the prices are seven, seven, and eight. So back to the ciders, which is the important part of it. Well, hold on, I'm just gonna run. There's three more things on this because well, this is all like the alcohol. Move it along. They have one can of beer, and that's a strawberry fennel. Half a half a half a weiss. Then say that they only had one can of beer. One type. It's a half bison. And that's from Great Do- Great Barn Brewing, eight dollars. And they have two cocktails: the the Stinky Pete. No. And the Ragdoll. What? Why are you a jerk? Um, I don't the, know. The Cobblestone, um, inspired by an American summer classic, black tea, vodka, notes of orange and lemon, and mint, pineapple, and then. How do you say that? I don't know. How do you... The L word. Lesbian? No, well, that's not... <laughs> the Lorenz... Lorenzon? Lorenzon? That's $12. Our riff on a Negroni dry gin sweet vermouth notes a blackberry and thyme. And then they had small plates and non-alcoholic drinks. Just very small plates. Um... Small plates, tomato and mozzarella. Oh boy. And they have crisps. I don't know what the fuck a crisp is. Maybe but it's like potato chips. Cold smoked steelhead trout. <laughs> An applewood hot smoked steelhead trout. Wow, trout. Mm, I trout told you up. I told you that you I saw trout. About trout. Uh, and then they have not trout fans, a nibble so. board. An assortment of cheese, drag cured salami, fair trade, organic chocolate, candied almonds, tangy maple mustard, Norwegian baked crisp bites, organic snow peas, carrots, edible flowers, and, and microgreens. Trout. And then they had peaches and berries. With trout. No trout. Just kidding. Organic no, local trout. peaches and blueberries topped with homemade whipped cream. And then they have non-alcoholic drinks, French pressed coffee, uh, San Pellegrino, and Redding Soda Works. So I don't believe that I checked into any of these sites while we were actually there, which I should have. Yeah. Um, did you? No. Yeah, that sucks. We're always so, you know, focused on what we're doing, which, you know. But I liked all the ciders. They were nice. They had a good flavor, but they were all very dry. And, you know. 
Not the biggest dry fan. I do, you know, it is enjoyable when it's done right with a nice flavor. So I guess these were good. Uh, I did like the covered bridge. Probably the best the, with the cherries. Um, the hopped one wasn't too bad. Uh, but normally don't like hopped ciders. But um, and the uh, original was, was good. I'd give them all... I'd give the, the, the original and the, the hopped probably like a, a 3. And I'd give the covered bridge like a 3.75. I agree with that. Um, maybe I'd give like the hopped one a 3, the original a 3.25, and the covered bridge a 3.75. Because I did like the original a little bit more than the hopped. I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, but as, uh, hop ciders go, this cider was not like super like in your face. It was just like lightly, like a hint, which was nice. Yeah. And we had the three glasses and it was kind of hard to get through all the people. Um, the guy behind the bar, which I believe is one of the owners. Uh, I'm not sure what his name is. Maybe it's Matt. We did not get to talk to anyone. Yeah, he helped carry over the cider. He helped me carry it over. Luckily, we were at a table not too far uh, away. And uh, so everybody was really nice that I interacted with him, the person who took my order. Um, so, yeah, just, again, good for the business, but not a fan of, like, crowded small rooms. Um, it's never fun. Uh, but we didn't. We thought that maybe we might run into Hard Cider Guy. He got there a couple of hours after we had already left. Because um, there were only three ciders. We tried all three. Yes, we do know his real name. We're just That's what we were referring to him as. Yeah. <laughs> Hard Cider Guy, because that's what he goes by. But uh, yeah, yeah th- they got there super late. I don't know what time they left, and they were stuck in traffic. And we were long gone. They got there like 8 or 8.30. Mm-hmm. And we were already home at that point and had made a stop in between. Yeah, he was like, "Come back!" And we're like, "No, we're already gone." <laughs> and like, we paid for bridge toll because like we have to do that now to go into Philly. It's not we don't have the the luxury of the Trenton Makes Bridge. Yeah, because if we want to do that, we're putting more time on to have to drive up to come back down, yeah. and it's not worth it in gas, I suppose. So it's just worth it to pay the toll. Yeah, it's easier to pay the five dollars and just be right there than have to. Because, like, it's not like it's a quick drive either, like, because no. it takes you way out of the way because you have to drive a lot on 95. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so um, we have the three ciders, and then we walked out, and um, Jeff and I haven't, we haven't been doing a lot recently, and we noticed that because, like, I forget what it was. We went to, we were going to post a picture or something and neither one of us had like a recent picture because we haven't really been doing anything to warrant taking a picture. Yeah. So I was like, well, we're out now and like, but let's get some pictures. I mean, we took a picture with the troll. Yeah. Which again, I know we've got, we've gotten a lot of, uh, I don't know. The troll stuff has been getting a lot of uh, views and shares and, and stuff. And again, technically not supposed to be back there, I suppose. 
but there are multiple articles telling you where it is. One even went so far as to give like longitude and latitude like coordinates for you to plug into Google Maps. So it's like if you're going to be putting all this information out there and then tell people like, well, we're not really open officially yet. You're kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be like, here's all this information of where it is and how cool it is, but don't go there. Yeah. I mean, if you are going to go there, you know, be respectful. And do not destroy or deface or anything like that. Um, I don't really know what, how long it's going to take them to do whatever they're going to do with it. Because probably by the time they get their asses around to making it open to the public, all the other ones that he's building are going to be open and seen already. Like mm-hmm. he's already up in Vermont. I'm sure he's already built that one and left on his next part. And they're probably in places that are like accessible to people right away. So yeah. it's like, this one he just built, and it's like, oh, well, it's back here in this area where nobody can get to, and we're kind of taking our sweet-ass time making it open for the public. But, um, so, when we got in the car, I was like, well, we're already out, and Armageddon just talked about a me that they had just really accessioned me that they had well, released. They, had, they released that a while yeah, ago. Yeah, like re-released it or whatever, or brought it back or however you want to phrase it. And I was like, and we never did try it. So like, why don't we just go? So that's what we did. And we went and we tried it. It was good. I mean, it wasn't one of my favorites that they did. And while we... It was we, all right. I mean, it's Camp Crystal Lake... It's 4.5% alcohol. It's a session mead, quote-unquote, which is why it's a lower alcohol because they want you to just... You can drink more of it in a sitting. Um, It's orange blossom honey, peaches, and sage. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, carbonated, like, slightly carbonated, carbonated, and normally mead is not. Yeah. But it, it was okay. But while we were there, we did each get a glass of our favorite. Um, I got a glass of their Ida's Heart, and Jeff got a glass of the Desire. Ida's Heart is raspberry, cider, and Desire is blueberry. Yeah. Um, and they've been, like, our, two of our favorites since they opened with um, Pine, Pindemic, which is their pineapple cider coming in. And then they're Ichabod's Bane, depending on the batch. Because sometimes yeah. it has a different taste. And it's not that it's a bad taste. It's just different. Um, but with the Camp Crystal Lake, you gave it a 3 out of 5. And mm-hmm. I gave it a 3.25 out of 5. Yeah. So, not horrible. Not, you know. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was, you know, glad mm-hmm. that we got to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we haven't missed much by them. No, they haven't really put been putting out any anything too much. I mean, it did seem very different in there because mm-hmm. there's a lot of new people we haven't seen before working there, and yeah, I don't know. They got new glasses. It looked like with the different logo on them, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't have a lot of actual cider on tap. Mm-mm, it was a lot from of what mead. you saw. You yeah, told me. they had like. Ida's and Desire and um, Exile and one other one and the rest was all mead because hmm. they had like typically it was more cider heavy than mead heavy but they had like their um, mint chocolate one was out what was that the Mayhew? yeah I think so um, hmm. but yeah we were just there for those two ciders and then mm-hmm. we left um we did check out Cracker Barrel 
because their yeah. Halloween stuff is coming out. They put out their own post on social media saying that they had a code orange, you know, promoting themselves. And, like, we had just been in there the other night, and there was nothing. And, like, the yeah. turnaround was, like, drastic. Yeah. Um, But we are already got missed or missed out on got the lantern ghost. Yeah. Although there was an awesome woman that went in the back and really like dug for me to try and see if they had anything. Cause she was like, I'm in the process of putting stuff out, but I haven't gotten everything out. Um, I'll, I'll go back there and see what I can find. She did find little ornaments of them. They're mm-hmm. like hanging. You can hang on like a Christmas tree. There are two versions tree. of them. There's a black version and a white version in two different poses. You singing to me? No, I'm singing about the two versions you said black. And white. Um, but yeah, and like we're never we, gonna find that land. We did a little bit of Halloween hunting this past weekend, but it was very disappointing because, like, again, you see on Instagram and I see on TikTok and Facebook and all that shit. All these people are like, "Oh, look, my Home Goods is like completely Halloween. We my TJ Maxx is completely year. Halloween, and we're not." And like. And then, like, I was talking to our friend Carrie today because um, she posted a video of her home goods being, like, full on. She lives in New York. Full on, like, Halloween. Like, it's, like, fucking October in her home goods. Mm. And I was like, yeah, ours aren't like that. It's, like, very, like, piecemeal, little bits here and there. And It's also like, very annoying with all this shit where, like, you see so many fucking posts of people being like, 4th of July is over, it's spooky season now. Bitch, all year is spooky season. Yeah, but it's like... Like, you may be talking about retail-wise. Yes, and that's what everyone means, because now is the acceptable time where it's like, the stuff that we like is actually in the stores, because there are not stores... There are two fucking flies. There are not stores that sell this stuff year round unless it's like specialty stores or online stores well the scarecrow's place in levittown they're open all year yeah but that's a costume stuff stuff. no but they also have like well i've never been in there i've never been in there either but i mean they have like a lot of like figures and and stuff like that they have like Mm -hmm. a lot of terrifier stuff they have like the neca stuff they have like t-shirts and home decor Mm -hmm. stuff well i don't know i'd like to go check it out but it just it's so frustrating because I was talking to Carrie about it and she was like, "Yeah, I have my eye out on these two things." And I was like, "Oh, well, what are they? Because if I find them, I'll I'll let you know. I'll grab them for you." And she sent them to me, and it's this like Sherpa pink and white blanket that has like cartoony ghosts on it or skulls, and then a Sherpa ghost pillow. And it, I, I oh, apparently that thing's like it went fucking viral yeah, on TikTok. It and went I, virtual. And I had already seen on, like, a reel on Instagram, because they have a white ghost, a pink ghost, and a purple ghost. And I was like, if I ever come across that pink ghost, I'm buying it. That is so cute. And I was like, I know Jeff is going to be like, you don't need that. But, like, it's just so cute. But now that it went fucking viral on TikTok, I'm never going to see that thing. Didn't we see this weekend how much Halloween stuff we have? We have two giant totes worth of stuff already. Mm. Like, you need to calm down. The things that um, I'm on the lookout for right now are, I want this very specific fruit holder. Like, it's like a three-tiered spider web 
fruit holder that I had seen last year in Home Goods, and I wanted to buy it so bad. And Jeff is like, we don't need that. We have nowhere for it. But now we have somewhere for it. And my kitchen is spooky themed. Our kitchen is spooky themed. Not everything is spooky themed. Well, yeah, but like my kitchen, like my kitchen stuff, like all of it is like, aside from like the couple of things that are like friend centric, like my coffee sign that my friend Amy got me. But, um, and like Jeff added to stuff at Mother's Day and like we, and he bought me the, or bought us the napkin holder and just like stuff like that. And it's like, I I want this fruit basket and like, no, I don't need it. And we do have a fruit bowl, but it's like, I want it and it'll make me happy. So why the fuck not buy it? Like if it's going to make me happy and it'll match our kitchen. Nobody going to do the fruit bowl you got. Give it back. The they're not giving it back. They're going to take it back. They I lent it to me. They didn't lend it to you. So they're not going to take <laughs> it back. They were trying to get rid of it and you were the sucker that uh, took it. But, yeah. um, so I told Carrie, I was like, uh, if I see it, I'll let you know and I'll grab it for you. And she was like, I'll do the same with the pillow for you. And I was like, thanks. But like 97%, like neither one of us are ever going to find it. And she was like, yeah, I, I, I realize that. We got a cute little ghosty though. Yeah, from Cracker, Cracker Barrel. Barrel. He was, there were three left and Jeff didn't want him to be left behind. It's salt and pepper shaker and there was three ghosts. So I was like, well, he, there's no, there's no mate for him. So just got the one. Was the ghost supposed to match with something else? Like he's salt and something They were just in a basket. Because they normally have like. They were just in a basket all random. And I just saw three ghosts. And I was like, well, I'm going to buy the one ghost. Yeah. I'm going to buy the one ghost. And uh, got it. And he's cute. Yeah, he's so cute. Um, But yeah, so. Halloween hunting was very unsuccessful this weekend because, like, all of our stores that we went into had, like, nothing. And so, and then, the other day... And then... What did we do for lunch, Little Peach? You were so excited about it. I think that was the day we went up back up to the house to get some stuff. And forgot to get honey that day, and also forgot to check the Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. up there. But then we came, and we had some lunch. So we're trying to think about what are we going to do for lunch. What are we going to do for lunch? Since we're up here, mm-hmm. or where there wasn't anywhere up there. Where we go? You can't even remember now, no, can you? I can't. You have that look on your face. Like I have no idea what the hell you're talking where about. Where the hell did you go on Saturday? You were so happy about it. Oh my god. I'm totally you were like, having. Oh, first time being there. You're like, there's this place. And, you know, we were living our best summer life. Oh, so. Damn, Peach. Yeah, wow. Holy crap. Um, so, in Jersey, we have Stewart's Drive Ins. And, like, one of my friends had recently gone. And I was like, oh, I've never been to the Stewart's because it's in yeah. Burlington. And I said to Jeff, I'm like, can we go? And he was like, you've never been there? I'm like, what, you have? And he's like, yeah, I've been there. I haven't been to that one. Yeah. I mean, there's one in Hamilton, but it's not as big, and they don't really come to your car. Yeah, so these were, like, car hops in, like, full white uniform, like they did back in the day. 
And like, it was like, oh, turn your lights on for service. And they came over and they took our order and they brought the food over and brought it on a tray and attached to the window. It's always so nerve wracking because you're afraid it's going to fall off or break your window. Yeah. Um, Especially mine because like, I don't have an outline to my window. Like, it's just like the glass. And it's just weird that New Jersey has a lot of these, but they were started in Ohio. So, I mean, most people in the store see, like, Stewart's root beer, like, the soda sold in, like, bottles. And, and then stuff. there are, like, Stewart's convenience stores up in New York that I don't know if they're, they're not related. related. Um, but I got a chili cheese dog. <sighs> and Jeff got a chicken parm sandwich. And we got fries to share. And we got a root beer float. And root it was beer so float. good. It was. It was pretty tasty. Yeah. The sandwich was tasty. The fries were, were good. Peach liked the fries because they were crinkle cut. Yes, crinkle cut fries are my favorite. Like she loves. And uh, I couldn't decide <laughs> what to have. And we've been eating a lot of hamburgers and hot dogs lately. Which is like their thing. They have hamburgers, hot dogs. Cheese steaks. But I was like, I don't know. So I just got the chicken parm sandwich, which was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, although their uh, chili cheese dog came with onions on it, which I guess it might say, but like they don't give you a menu. The menu's like on the board up at the register. Yeah, so I couldn't really see. So Um, I would have liked it better without the onions on it. So it was started in 1924, and then the chain became a franchise in 1931. It was started in Mansfield, Ohio, by Frank Stewart. Um, Stewart. Stewart. Uh, as of 2021, there are 30 locations open in the United States. So there's only 30 left. I don't know how much there was in their like their heyday or whatever, but the majority of which are located in New Jersey, which are, is weird that it started in Ohio, but the majority of the ones that are left are in New Jersey, and then the rest are in New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. So. Uh, there is a picture, if you go to the Wikipedia page, there is a picture of the one in Burlington. It's a Stewart's drive-in in Burlington, New Jersey, which has been in seasonal operation since 1947. So this this one has been around since, the one that we went to has been around since 1947. Um, uh, yeah, so the first was opened by Frank Stewart in 1924 in Mansfield, Ohio. Uh, he opened up a small stand to make extra money in the summer to supplement his income as a school teacher. Uh, it was originally a West Coast style fast food eatery serving only root beer and popcorn, which is like, what? Is that the West Coast way of bullshit? Popcorn and root beer? And what is this? Fucking Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Um, he added extra salt to his popcorn to boost his root beer sales. Shady, shady, shady. Mm-hmm. Uh, he opened up more locations, many of them with car hops. And then um, it's changed hands a lot over the years of different owners. Um, But Michael W. Fessler, one of the original owners of the DeNovo Corp, still owns Stewart's Restaurants, Inc. Um, So, yeah, uh, it's got a lot of history, but been around for a while. But first time that we've been to one together... And it was like, you know, them coming to your car. And they were all very nice and, you know, nice, good service. And it was pleasant. And they weren't, like, jerks or, like, rude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the root beer float was delicious. Yes. Yeah. It was thoroughly enjoyed. 
Yes, it will. We mm-hmm. are living our best summer life. You can't go to the drive-in and eat in the car in the winter. Sure you could. Who so wants I, to eat a root I would. Or drink a root beer float in the winter? That's summer. That's summer drink. I would. Mm. Um, Peach finally bought a movie for once. <laughs> Shut up. I buy recently. movies. Yeah, okay. Um, so we've been doing the John Wick um, series and we had watched the first three and I was like what's the deal with the fourth one and he was like Jeff was like well it's still expensive because it's still relatively new and I was like like how expensive like it just came out on blu-ray and dvd and um, digital I was like well let me look it up on prime or amazon and it was like $26, but had, like, an 8 or $9 coupon or whatever. I can't believe it had a coupon. Yeah, it had a coupon because I only paid, I played 18 for it flat, like 18 And I had a gift card on my account, so I didn't pay anything for it. And wonderful Amazon, I pay for Prime, so we got that bitch the next day. Yeah, it's not... Uh... It's not a Prime Day deal. So. Actually, I think I got it that that day. Or I ordered it late at night and then it came no, the next day. No, it came day. the next day, I believe. Yeah. But we watched it. We did watch it and we're going to talk about it on our next episode of our bonus episodes, yeah. which are part of our subscription-based thing for a low monthly price. <laughs> um, you can listen to all of our bonus episodes where we watch movies and we talk about them. Like I said, we did Swingers. With Killian, um, and then we did the John Wick series. We are going to do, three. like, a, if you've ever seen this show, like, Drunk History. Yeah, Peach keeps talking about this. We're going to, we're going to, I have to, like, fine-tune the idea, but, like, I have an idea. Like, I'm going to do some research, and, like, I'm going to give it to you, and you're going to have to read it, and... I'm going to, like, ask you questions yeah. why we drink or I'm something. I'm going to have to prep, because it's going to take me a lot of drinking. To get yeah. to the point where you want me to be for something like this. Yeah. Because, like, Jeff and I have been together for almost 11 years. It'll be 11... Yeah. I was like, wait, months? No. Years. 11 years next month. And a, right about a month from now. Um, and roughly, give or take, a, we'll give yeah. a little bit. Um, I have seen him drunk, drunk once and like normal drunk like two or three times yeah it takes me a lot to get drunk yeah and it's usually when it's poor planning on my part where like i just get too enthusiastic and like i just drink way too much too fast Mm -hmm. because in like i don't know general social settings where we're going to be around a lot of people I kind of have to drink to be normal so I can actually interact with people because I get like I'm socially awkward. So if if I'm not drinking, I'm just like I don't talk to anybody. I just sit there. So I'm like, hey, I have to like become like a normal person. So mm-hmm. and then I get too excited and I'm like, yeah, I got you know good time. And then I I wind up this is poor planning. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, make sure you subscribe to our bonus episodes. Oh my god, fucking fly a palooza. 
Flyapalooza. I don't like it. They're Flying at your face. They need to go. They need to go. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Tried to fucking dive bomb me But again. if you go to any of our social media and click on the link in our bios, like it's our link tree, it'll take you. It'll have a link for you to go to the page to subscribe for those episodes. So make sure you do that now because fun stuff's coming. Fun stuff, fun drunk stuff, apparently. And uh, John Wick 4, we're going to do that recording soon. We've done The Lost Boys with Killian. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be put up soon. Yeah, I we're going to watch John Wick 4 with the boy. I don't know if... Well, I want to watch it again before we record it. Because to thoroughly get a movie, I need to watch it twice. And I don't know if that's like my, my ADD... Or ADHD, however you want to call it. Um, like, it just, it takes me some time to, like, sometimes seeing it twice to, like, really process it. So, and to be able to talk about it, I want to make sure I'm not talking like I'm actually getting it. Peach made some roast beef sliders. Mm-hmm. They were very tasty. You didn't tell about the, the roast beef that I made in the oven. Yeah, I did. That was last episode. Was it? Yeah. Oh, all right. I just posted about it today. Yeah. Bringing like, up the last episode. With the puddings. Yeah. The Yorkshire puddings. Yeah, the puddings. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she made the roast beef sliders, which is one of Peach's favorites. Yeah. Um, this was a recipe that a coworker of mine had found on Pinterest, and she had tried it. Her family loved it, and she was like, oh, you should try it. Like, it's so good. It kind of redeemed the Target buns because oh. they were... Barely. Peach got some buns from Target. Yeah, and they were do not good. like I did a uh, grocery pickup, and like I, I was doing a pickup, a, an order pickup at Target because it wasn't grocery was stuff. Was it a it pickup? Was, it wasn't grocery stuff. It was just like stuff, and I was like, "Well, fuck! I'm already going to Target. I don't feel like going to a grocery store as well. Let me just like see if I can get what I need for dinner from there." And we had gotten. Hot was it hot dog buns we had gotten before, and Jeff was like, "These aren't good. They're really dry." And I was like, "Oh, well, maybe it's just a bad bag or whatever." But um, I got a thing of hot dog buns and a thing of hamburger buns, and they were fucking awful. They both suck. Like I wrote bad reviews on both of them. I'm gonna write a bad review. Well, because like Target needs to get with it. Like they don't care. People still be buying them. Like how long have they probably sucked for? I don't know. A long time. Like they. And that's what I said. Like it, it's not worth saving the dollar fifty that you save buying the the Target brand. Just fucking buy the more expensive brand or buy it elsewhere. Unless like, you're making a roast beef slider, uh, then it kind of made them um, all right. Because usually they get all soggy. These ones sucked to begin with. So the tops got the bottoms got soggy, but the tops got like crunchy, like crispy. Mm-hmm. I liked that aspect of it. I don't know if it was because they sucked that it did that. Or what, but I I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, um, when Jeff posts about the roast beef sliders, because I'm sure he will, I'll have I'll, I won't. I'll um give him the link to the Pinterest page that has the recipe, and like on the pin that I'll give him, it'll show like my couple of different versions. Because like I don't know if you if you have Pinterest, I'm probably not going to use that link because then I have to put it on a link tree and they have to click like you can't just put a link in a on Instagram, I can't click on it. Well, you copy it, like put it in the comments. No, no it doesn't work like that. No, That's no stupid. Well, I don't know, but 
it, she doesn't know, folks. With in, with Pinterest, like you can post like, oh, I tried this pin and like post your Pinterest fail or win or whatever. I ate a pin. And I have taken this recipe and like I followed it to a T and then I've like done like different spins on it. And like every time I feel like I do it just a little bit differently. Well, this time we actually use provolone cheese. Yeah, because the recipe calls for provolone, but Jeff is like, I don't like provolone. Provolone. So we've done it with provolone, American, cheddar, and mozzarella. American does not work. It just disappears into the gravy. Cheddar is too greasy and stringy and doesn't taste right. Mozzarella is is fine and works great. Provolone was definitely the best. Yeah. You need a nice, like, melty but still keeps its integrity kind of cheese. Mm-hmm. American cheese is too melty. It yeah. just winds up like It not, just ran yeah. into the gravy and you couldn't even tell that there was cheese on it. Um... But yeah, and then, uh, I don't know, did you make fries with that? What did you, or we just had that? Really? She making like hand jet fries with that? Yeah, that was something my Uncle Gary used to do. You want fries with that? Yeah, he used to do fries with that. I don't know. <laughs> it was like an inside joke between like him and my mom, but like I remember them like joking about that when I was younger. Um, the, the next morning, you made a delicious, with, with the last roll, I suppose, you made me a delicious pork roll egg and cheese with the last uh, Target bun. Man, I finished and everything. I finished like, the... eat this bun, fucker. I finished the bun. I gave you three pieces of pork roll that finished the pork roll package. And the cinnamon and, raisin toast. And the cinnamon raisin toast. And the... Um, Potatoes with the home fries. Yeah, you still have some of them in oh, there. Oh, shit, I forgot. And then... Um, uh, eggs, fries. the two eggs. There were two eggs left in that dozen, so I threw them on there too. That's why you. There were two eggs, not one. Well, I used. Do we still th- have eggs? Yeah, we have eggs. Okay. It was just that, or the eighteen pack that was finished, but we have. Oh, I can't post. Pack. I was gonna say I would post a picture of our menu board for the week, but Peach spelled something wrong. <laughs> Peach is good at spelling stuff wrong sometimes. She spelled quite a few things. Because my wrong. brain just works too fast and doesn't like process shit correctly. Um, we were grocery shopping the other day and found a new addiction. What? What's the new addiction? Uh, it's by our friends. They're not really our friends. Oh my god! Yes, Uts Uts chips. Oh, so, so we were like getting ready to check out, and we were walking past the end cap of like the chip aisle, and it like caught out of the corner of my eye. I saw a bottle of like Mike's hot honey, and I like turned it. I was like, oh my god, they have Mike's hot honey. Potato chips. Which is weird that Peach, because Peach has a thing for the hot honey. But she doesn't like spicy stuff. No, but this hot honey, it is the perfect amount of spice for me. Because it's it's like how I really like horseradish. Like like horseradish is spicy. And I like wasabi. And wasabi is spicy. But it's a different type of spicy. And I don't know, this honey, it, oh my god, it's so fucking good. I love it with chicken tenders because... Now at Wawa, you can get the chicken tenders drizzled with hot honey. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I think like the next time we make wings or something, I'm going to make my own sauce. I'm going to get like some Frank's Red Hot and then put some hot Mike's Hot Honey and like mix it together. Oh my God, that sounds so good. I think Yum. it would be something that would be similar to 
the sauces they use at like picks or like one more. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard before. They're hot and honey. They do the Frank's Red Hot mixed with like honey. We've but if you honey. use the hot and honey, that might be too much. I don't mm, know. I don't know. I think the, I want to try it. The Mike's Hot Honey is so tasty, and like I keep meaning to buy it. I just forget when we're in the store, and like I almost bought like the store, but like the Shoprite brand version of it. And I'm like, no, like I know I like the Mike's Hot Honey. Like I just want to get that because like. But these chips. Oh my god, they're so fucking good. So we good. We were just like housing them. They were so fucking good. I'm surprised we stopped ourselves and that there's some left in there. And it's like quarter to ten at night. And now that I'm talking about it, I you want some eat. more? I yes. want to go eat some right now, uh, but I'm like, that's probably not a good and idea. And like they were fucking expensive. Like for potato chips, it was like five dollars at five fifty. I think. I mean, it's a decent sized bag. Oh yeah, the bag's but... like a family sized bag, but like. It's yeah. fucking potato chips, but damn, they are tasty. Like, us, yes, big win. So yeah. good. They're and very like, addicting. I'm not a potato chip fan. Like, I really have to be in the mood for a but potato these, chip. But they, these are so good. If you see them near you, try them. If you like spicy food, or fuck, even if you don't, because I don't like spicy food, mm. and I really, really like these. Maybe a little sweet and spicy, you know, oh, give them so a try. Good. They're, they're good. Um... We we got something that really ties the room together. <laughs> um, we we've been in our apartment now since um, March thirty first, and like we are slowly getting everything. Like, cause we had we had like bedroom furniture, kind of. We had like an entertainment center, like that. <laughs> we can move that smart plug now, cause we don't need it. Cause the light bulb's a smart light. What else um, for? I don't know. But, like, we had some stuff. We still don't have a couch. That's the only thing we need now is a couch and to get, like, the rest of our stuff from our old place. But um, every once in a while, like, I'll just scroll on, like, Facebook Marketplace or, like, Amazon because I have, like, some stuff in my, like, wish list or whatever. But I was scrolling on Facebook the other day and a family whose kids I used to teach... Um, had posted in like the yard sale group in for one of the local towns and they were getting rid of a rug and I was like I wonder if that's like the right price because it's a huge rug it's like 12 feet by 9 feet it's like 11 feet 8 inches by like 8 feet 10 inches or something like that so it's basically 9 by 12 it's a decent size it's a big rug and it's, like, not a super, super thick rug, but, like, it's a nice thickness. It's soft. feels nice on your feet when you're walking. It has, it. um, it, it's, like, patterned, but not, like, obnoxious it's or, like, ugly. It's better than just walking on the wood floor. And it's white and black, so it, it, it fits. And I, like, messaged her, the mom, and I was like, hey, I'm interested in your rug. And she was like, oh, it's yours. When can you pick it up? And I was like, because this was Friday. Did we pick it up Saturday? Yeah, I believe it was Saturday. Yeah. So I messaged was her. Was it Saturday? No, it was Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It was Sunday. So I messaged her Saturday and I was like, we can pick it up tomorrow if that works for you. And she said, yeah. And we figured out a time and we got there. And we were kind of worried about how like we were going to transport it, but we got it into Jeff's car. No issue. Um, got it home, vacuumed it out, set it up, and it 
fits in our living air living room perfect. It really ties the room together. Yeah. The rug really ties the room together. He, Jeff was like, I really like the rug. And I looked at him and I was like, it really ties the room together. And Jeff loves that movie. And he like, it made him smile so big. And I'm so glad that I like did it. If you know. Yeah. If you don't know. Um, then um, a couple of hours after we got like the room like put back together, the rug sorted out and everything. We're sitting there watching TV. And I was just like scrolling on my phone and I see the same family is getting rid of a bookshelf. And I was like... We just robbed their house. <laughs> I was like, oh. I like messaged her. I'm like, I'll take the bookshelf too. And she was like, I don't know. I sh-. She was like, I'm so sorry. I should have thought about that. Um, but I went and picked that up Monday by myself. The, the dad helped me get it in my car. But like the bookshelf weighed nothing. Um... So I was able to, like, get it into the house by myself, and I, like, wiped it down, and it's already, like, full of my books. And it's so sad because, like, these are just the books that I have here. There's still a, like, a five or six shelf bookshelf at the house filled, and there's, like, a box of books at the old house. And Well, you might have too many books. You might have to sort Mm -hmm. through some. Mm -hmm. Well, there are some on that shelf that once I read, they're going either back to the person who I borrowed it from or well, they moved need to go, on. Because I need at least some room for my books. I have some few books. Yeah. So. So it, it's nice. So really the only thing that we need now is a couch. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a matter of finding the right size and what we like and like we want something that's comfortable because like this is a couch that we're going to be sitting on it's not going to be like in a room just being looked at so you know it's an important purchase see i don't know if i like so much with this remote Hmm. because if when i'm leaving for the morning we're going to put the remote to turn it off instead of just saying turn it off hmm I don't know. So yeah, it's, unless you're gonna, like, it's Prime Day, second day. Unless of you're gonna put like a little thing on your door with this on. We it. could, um, and some of the purchases that I've made in the past couple of days, like I got a new smart light bulb. It, it's a set for our living room because Jeff and I both agreed that our light bulb in the living room light wasn't bright enough, and I got rechargeable batteries and puck lights for the kitchen. And um, dish soap and a hot glue gun that I think I'm going to send back because I misread what it actually does. And some practical stuff, some, I bought one thing, this, I got an anxiety ring, like a fidget ring. It seems Um, like there's some accessories. Hmm. Is that all come in that same... Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with them because I only wanted this, but you can't just buy that one by itself. Yeah. But um, wow. Jeff bought a power strip. What else did you buy? Is that it? Yeah. You know, unnecessary, necessary things. Yeah. We um, made some more muffins. Mm-hmm. With the blueberries, we got a bunch of blueberries, blueberry chocolate chip muffins. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we made those together. P 
Peach gave me some dirty looks when I was mixing in the flour to the wet ingredients. Like, well, you can do this. And then I started doing it. And she just gave me this look like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What you told me to do? Um, so I don't have the best grip strength in my hands. My hands are very weak. And Do you exercise this? No. Jeff gave me like a grip strength strengthener. And I'm supposed to do like a couple of sets in each hand to try and help with that. Um, I don't know if it actually is going to do anything or whatever. Well, but It's not going to do anything if you don't do it. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Um, so he was like, I don't, because I was using a hand mixer. When I've made, I've never made the recipe that I made this weekend before. When I do the other ones, I don't pull out the hand mixer. One, because I forgot that I had one. And two, I didn't need to. The butter wasn't really like mixing well. It wasn't. It wasn't wasn't combining well with the um, sugar. And I would post this recipe, but I fucked this recipe all up. I didn't do like half of what i was supposed to i fucked up the ingredients but hey those muffins turned out good they tasted good it's blueberry month so and uh it was national blueberry day on the 8th i believe that's last year we went to the blueberry festival Mm -hmm. get that blueberry wine we drank that right Mm -hmm. that stuff was good yeah um but yeah so it's blueberry month and uh you know we made some blueberry muffins. Mm-hmm. New Jersey's very big on blueberries. Yeah, so. we are the, like the number one producer. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure we are because we had a blueberry day a couple of years ago at school, and I like taught the kids facts about um, facts of life, facts about blueberries, facts of blueberries. Um, we were we big banged it up the other night. We had some pizza and salad we've never had pizza and salad before um but they're always eating it on big bang theory they're always getting pizza and um, having salad no we're not while several states like georgia michigan and new jersey contribute to the figure uh ag hires explains washington produces the most washington state yeah oh well whatever and fuck them main we're pretty big on blueberries. Yeah, right? yeah. So, well, we had our pizza and salad, and I, I made the pizza. We bought the salad. Um, pizza came out really good this time. It was mm-hmm. nice. It comes out good every time. Yeah, I suppose. Jeff is really good at making pizza. Yeah, so if you want to hire me. where are you gonna go i don't know like a weekend you having a party i'll make you some pizzas (laughs) you provide the dough and yeah whenever i suggest like but again it's simple not that anybody else could not do this like whenever we have pizza i'm like oh we can have salad and he was like big bang does that we don't do that but we did that and it was nice a little salad little pizza and then i had leftover pizza for work on monday but i mean i've made the pizza for other people before we've done it mm-hmm. like with friends and stuff and everybody's like oh my god you know, pizza homemade is so good but anybody literally could make a pizza you can make a yeah, pizza but stretching the dough can be tricky and like you really have it's still to tricky for me but once you pass that it's really fucking simple to make yeah. a pizza like you just put the ingredients on it. you stretch the dough 
You put whatever you want on it, and you bake it in an oven. Like, you really can't fuck it up. Um, peach made delicious pierogies and, and kibasi. Mm-hmm. Bossy and rogies, as we call it. Uh, so good. Were those, those were the shop right ones? Mm-hmm. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. They were cooked just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last time Jeff said I overcooked the pierogies. <laughs> yeah, so this time... Making me really know that she how she cooked them. Did they good this time? Because last time you said they were overcooked. So did I do better this time? <laughs> really letting me know that she was trying to make them to my liking. Yeah, because Jeff and I like things different ways. Well, how so do you like, like your pierogies? I do you like them hard. I fucking told you when we went over to my mom's Not house. Boiled. That's how Is I... Is that how you like them? No, that's not how I fucking right, like so them. I asked you how you like them. I like them, like, crispy. Like, how I made them and you didn't like them. Well, crispy's alright, but, like, too, like, hard. Well, I, I, that was just... They were just bad pierogies, that last batch that I made. They didn't have a lot of filling. I don't know if they were frozen too long or, like, what their deal was, but was not a fan of them. Um... But no, I like the ShopRite pierogies. I think they cooked up really nice. Really nice. Yeah, they were they were tasty. The flies on your cup. Well, I'm all done with it anyway. Okay. It's empty. So fuck you, fly. Can't have any. It was closed anyway. Um. So yeah. Uh, so coming up, we've tentatively got some sort. We've got an interview coming up with who with uh i believe his name is vince from the lambertville halloween film festival what so the other day and even though you have total access to everything that i'm talking about here but i guess you just don't see anything no because once you go in and you clear the thing these are emails that we got to to our email oh so it was acme Acme something in, in Lambertville. It's the theater. It's like Acme. Acme. Not Acme. <laughs> That's how you say it when you're like an idiot. <laughs> Acme. Um, so Acme Theater. It's in Lambertville apparently. They they liked, I think they liked one of our posts perhaps. And uh, contacted me on Facebook or through our Facebook page. Which I don't have access Which to. Which you don't have access to. Mm-mm. And the Acme Screening Room. And they said, hey guys, reaching out from the Acme Screening Room and the Lambertville Halloween Film Festival. Any chance you may want to talk about our upcoming film fest on one of your podcasts? And I said, seems like a good fit. We do love Halloween. So they said, they asked for their email so their festival manager could get in touch with us. And they said, Vince will be... We'll reach out, and I did email, and he did he, he did reach out. So we're just trying to put together of like a time, and when like I guess we'll do it through Zoom. Mm. That way we can put the interview up. So we're just trying to nail that down, but it's gonna be the they did one last year. This will be the second one, I believe. And I'm not really sure how it all works. Like I guess they they take submissions from like independent filmmakers. They don't show like actual like known movies. It's like Halloween-esque movies, but we'll find out all this stuff if we do the interview. So we're just trying to nail that Put down. Them in touch with and Chris. it seems like a fun thing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the rules and regulations are. If you have to be from New Jersey or does it matter or anything like that. So that'll be something that we can we can ask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that'll be coming up. I didn't even know about that. That's exciting. I'm finding out with you guys. Yeah. So I mean, we I mean, they only done one other one last year, so we've never actually been to one to check it out. But I believe. This year, it's the last weekend in October, right before Halloween, because Halloween's on a Tuesday. So it's that weekend, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right before Halloween in Lambertville. And uh, they give out awards and everything for, like, films. I don't know what the criteria is. I don't know what if there's cat different categories or, like, you know. Get away. No, I can't. I mean, Not you. The fly. I mean, she does tell me that a lot. She's like, go wait for me. I do not. You, you, you go away. I do not. Um, and then also, there's another thing that's been going on that was brought to my attention through uh, reading the story and posts from uh, Damon uh, Bone and Bottle Reviews that out in California, they are trying to pass a law. The beer companies, the breweries, are trying to tell the lawmakers that they want to be able to so it sounds very similar to the situation in new jersey where you have to have a beer license or you have to have a winemaker's license to make cider you can't unless you have both but if you only have one you can't make the other um so the beer companies are telling the legislation are telling the lawmakers hey we want this passed to where if we have a beer license we can make cider too because there's no difference in this, the process of making things than beer and cider. Okay. But that's not true. That's the problem. Oh. They're not the same. And they're lying. Oh. Because a lot of the cider places and cider companies and cider makers are very pissed off at this. Because the beer companies are lying just so they'll be able to not have to get another license. And they'll be able to make cider too. And they'll be able to fuck over the small cideries. Oh. That are trying to survive by making cider and having their license, their winemaker's license, their winery license. <coughs> so these bigger beer companies will come in and try to edge them out and a lot of places will have to close. Oh, that's not cool. So if you listen to the cider makers, they're pissed off because A, these beer companies and breweries are trying to tell the lawmakers who may be unknowledgeable about this stuff and might just take their word for it. That, hey, making beer is no different than making cider and, and, and perry, which it's totally different. It's a totally different thing. And that they'll be edging out a lot of smaller cideries that are just trying to survive. Like, you already have your thing. You have beer. Mm-hmm. Like, these places do cider. And they're very small. Some of them are small businesses that are just trying to stay afloat and, you know, do their thing. And if these people come in and are allowed to make it, a lot of them will be forced to close their doors. And two, um, I forget what two was. Maybe that was two about places having to close. Like they're lying about it. And, and that none of the cider places were consulted on this. They weren't like, Hey, uh, is this true? Like, they weren't even brought in the conversation. The the beer people didn't bring... Because like, they know they're being deceitful. Like, they didn't go to like, Hey, talk to the cider people. Isn't it the same? And it's not the same, you know, apparently. Um, because 
It says the letter from the Brewers Association is full of inaccuracies, if not lies. For example, the process of making cider has absolutely nothing to do with brewing beer. There's no heating or boiling in cider making to create a wort because cider making is virtually identical to wine making. Um, this is why cideries are licensed as wineries. If this is signed into law, we suspect you will see many current cideries closed due to loss of revenues. As such, they ask you to send an email or call the governor's office of California and register your opposition to this law. Um, you can register your opposition to SB 788, which is what I believe it's called. But below at the I posted this in our story, so I don't know if you have to live in California for it to matter. But if not, they give a phone number, 916-445-2841. You can call the governor's office or you can email. And there was a link. But um, so it says, uh, so ask, they ask for support for the industry as many cideries are family businesses and a number of them help support family farms slash orchards in addition to breeding new varieties of fruit and discovering lost or wild fruit to add to the variety available to all. This innovation and farm support could cease with the end of these cideries. Let it be known the cider industry was never consulted on this. We were not given the chance to voice our opinions until this 11th hour. We are wineries, albeit, albeit a very minor portion of the wine industry, making wines from apples and pears. You can, they can guarantee there would be unmitigated outrage if breweries were to be allowed to make quote-unquote wine. The bill would never clear the state's legislature, and they ask for you to lend their voices to the cause. I mean, that kind of sucks. I mean, we've thought about that here in New Jersey where it's like, oh, some beer places used to make cider, but they was made off-site because, again, with the licenses, you have to have, you know, a winemaker's license um, to make cider. So I've always thought about that differently over the years, but now I'm thinking about it differently now where it's like, okay, well, maybe it's good that, you know, there are separate licenses because they're not the same process. And a lot of the cideries are very small, you know, I mean, there's a lot of breweries out there too, like, you know, beer places that are small as well. But I mean, if you want to do both, you gotta, you know, you gotta do it the right way. Instead of just being like, hey, there's no difference between the two. Let us do that, too. Well, if you're going to lie about it, you know, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if there is a difference and people who make cider will straight up tell you, hey, they're not the same process. And these the beer people are going to go to the lawmakers and go, oh, no, it's the same. And like they're going to be like, well, we don't know. We'll just take your word for it. I mean, they really should do some research if they're going to pass yeah. a fucking law. But um, so, yeah, that's really not cool. If that's the case. Um, that's, that's not the same, though. I didn't say anything about that, but... Because Flying Pig, they posted about having Jellyfingers beer from Heavy Reel. Mm-hmm. And they say, embrace the hoppy goodness of Jellyfingers. There's nothing hoppy about that beer. It's sweet. It tastes like a jelly donut. Mm-hmm. So... Don't listen to that. It's delicious, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, drink it, but don't listen to the description of it, because it's not hoppy. I mean, there's hops in beer, and I would believe there's hops in it, but um, it's not hoppy. It's not like an IPA. It's a sour. Tastes like a liquid jelly donut. I don't know if this is the same as the first version they put out that I have had. I've had two versions. I've had the regular uh, jelly 
fingers, which was just taste about jelly donut, but it said it was raspberry because most jelly donuts are raspberry filled. Mm-hmm. Then they had an apple cinnamon one. That was delicious. But this one says raspberry and strawberry. So I don't know if it's different. I don't know if the first one has strawberry in it because I don't remember it saying on the can. So I don't know if this is different. Um, but yeah. Um, so another thing I want to talk about real quick is stuff that's going down in Gettysburg with Jax. Oh. Um, they're rebranding. Jack's hard cider is out of Gettysburg. We've drank a lot of their cider over the years. Um, they were first in one location. Um, they were with another a winery, Halbrant. Was that Halbrant? Hauser. Hauser. Hauser Estate. Um, and it was a very picturesque and beautiful location. We went to a cider fest there. Um, another owner came, another person came in and bought it. Uh, another guy with my last name. I don't remember his first name, but he has the last name of, of my last name. And he has a company called Atomic Dog. And they make wines. So it's like Atomic Dog Winery, I believe, that their wines are Atomic Dog. Mm-hmm. And they said they were going to rebrand. They, did, they, they, they opened up the Mila Kitchen, which is in the outlets in Gettysburg. And they have their Mila Kitchen, which is like cider and stuff. They also have like beers, cocktails, and food. Mm-hmm. It's like a full restaurant. And they did a cider fest there um, last year. Mm-hmm. And it was like their first foray back into it since opening Mila Kitchen and since COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, the space that Mila Kitchen is in is the old Gettysburg movie theater that was in the outlets. And it's really cool because the screens are still there and they have like tables and chairs set up so you can like actually sit and enjoy food and drinks while they're, they like have like a slideshow on, which they really should take. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Take advantage of having that and like play movies and do events or whatever, but that's neither here nor there. So a while back, there was some issues. Um, but they also, in the outlets, they have a retail store that's just, you can walk in and just get the cider. Like no kitchen, no food. Like you don't have to deal with the weight or any of that if it's busy over yeah, there. They do like a open mic night. They have tables and chairs. Like you can buy stuff or you can like sit and drink bottles and cans you just yeah. clap your hands what two turntables and a microphone excuse me so um a while back there were some issues um jacks was coming or mila kitchen was coming out with a beverage called the caucasian now the caucasian is another name for the White Russian. The White Russian. It's been and, around for many, like, since the 70s at least. Yeah. From what and, I've read. Um, even before that, because the one article said, like, the 20s. I don't know. Um, or the 40s. I don't know. It's been around for a while. Um, and it's been, like, those two names from what we've looked up are interchangeable. Like, they mean the same thing. Bringing it back to with the rug with the Big Lebowski. In that movie, he drinks White Russians. He calls them Caucasians multiple times. Like, they're just, you just call it whatever you want. Like, so, if you don't know, a White Russian, Caucasian, whatever, is Kahlua, vodka, and cream. Cream. Yeah. And it's 
it's one of Jeff's favorite mixed drinks. It really is. And without the cream, it's just called a black Russian. You add in the cream, it's a white Russian. You know, that's... And what makes it Russian is the vodka. Yes. Yeah, vodka so, is a Russian spirit, typically. And that drink's been around for many, many years, that cocktail. So, I wonder if it got renamed the Caucasian when there was all that issue with Russia and, like, the Cold War. And, like... Possible. The, like, the bad distaste like of Russia. Like Freedom Fries. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we didn't like France. Shit happens. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so um, there was a bit of backlash with the staff at Mila Kitchen. And they were like, we don't like the name of this drink. We we don't. uh, um, They were going to walk out. Basically, they weren't saying that the name of the drink was PC, which okay it's not the best name but it's the name of it and you're not being rude about anything and that's where i don't have any issue like if it was just on that alone like if you're just if you were making your stand on the caucasian you're kind of making a big deal out of nothing that that would be like i don't want to drink the paloma because it's a mexican name i don't but from where i see it more well hold on so there was an article in it was posted on Facebook that the head of like the wait staff or whatever or the bar staff like basically threatened to walk out to the owner and he was like, Well, that's your choice and if you walk out, you won't be eligible for unemployment because you're quitting and that's that. Well, because well, he was also like, If you don't like it, you better buckle up. These are words that were quoted in the articles, you better buckle up because after that week that we that we released the Caucasian, we're going to have one called the Negro. Or Negro, however you want to pronounce it. Because Negro is Spanish for black. So Yeah, but here's the issue. Do I think that they should have like taken a stand over the drink being called a Caucasian? No. If they had an issue with it, maybe be like, hey, can we just call it the White Russian? Like, that's what most people, or could we even come up with our own name for it? I think that's what they tried to do, and they were coming up with the Redneck Russian or whatever. That was another version. Well, um, my issue here is it with the people, because they did walk out, and Mila Kitchen closed for a while because... All of the staff walked out. Like, they all walked out. Um, I don't think that that was a reason to walk out alone. Just the one drink. But then him saying buckle up about the next drink. Like, were you just saying that to sound like a dick? And, like, kind of being like, oh, like, call their bluff. And they called your bluff. And they walked out. And then you're putting, like, the Caucasian and the Negro back to back. That's that's something that's kind of odd, and like I don't really think that's okay. Again, there's also other cocktails out there that have some sort of form of Negro in it, meaning black. There's like a Cuban drink, a Mexican drink that's uh, popular. Um, so, I don't know. They had some issues. The main issue was that the owner was kind of being a dick about everything. Yeah. I mean, you may not like the the names of these things, but like they are cocktails that have been around for years, mm-hmm. and like they've been served at many many bars and many many restaurants. Um, 
And I guess if you felt enough to where you had to take a stand on it, it was just the way that they were treated when they did that. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't like, hey, we understand. Hey, let's work on this. Let's try to see eye to eye. He was just like, hey, you know, if you didn't like that, you're definitely not going to like this. And if you don't like it, well, then you're welcome to leave. Now, see, I don't agree with him doing that. But I also don't agree with his staff being like, oh, everything has to be PC. It's like, this is a cocktail that has been named that for a very long time. And like, why does everything need to be changed? And like, yes, I know some stuff does because it's not, it's like actually offensive. But like, do Russian people dislike the, they might. the white Russian? They might. I don't know. But it's just like, again, like, it's just the way that he, it's just the route that he took or, like, the, the stance that he took against them. So, again, mm-hmm. yes, putting them back to back, it's a little weird. The ebony, ivory, like, white, Caucasian, the Negro. But, again, these are these are things that have existed. So, it's like, it's just the fact of how he went about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, because, again... It's and it also depends on like how the public pronounces it because you know you're gonna have people coming in there pronouncing things wrong because I I would imagine it's called the negro, and again that's a Spanish word for black like that's like if you were gonna say the the color like hey what color is that in Spanish and it was black you say well, negro like that's the color that's how you say it, so that's what they a lot of the cocktails that have this name or this incorporated into the name are darker cocktails like they're made with darker spirits or stuff like that so i think just the way that he went about it is not okay is not okay but not trying to work it out after being closed for a while because like this happened during the winter and now we're like in the height of summer they are rebranding i believe they're changing their name Mm mm-hmm they're changing the, um, they changed the name of Mila Kitchen. It is now the core, like Apple Core. Mm. Um, I think, I, I don't know if there's more to it. Maybe, let me check. I don't know. It's like, you're just trying to distance yourself from bad pub, pub publicity. People are still going to know who you are and what you did. And that is not Okay. Yeah, the core kitchen and happening. So it's the core kitchen is what it's called. The core at Atomic Dog. So that's what it's called now. They're trying to rebrand. I don't think... I think they've... Just in the way that the owner has acted. And again, do I think that you know they should have died on that hill with like, oh, the Caucasian, we don't like that. Let's walk out and... Not everything has to be PC, and that's not something that's like, I'm white, I'm not offended by that drink being called a Caucasian. But, on the other hand, someone might be. But again, you can't, you can't make everyone happy. Like, someone's always going to be unhappy. I just don't see why you would have a problem with the drink called the Caucasian. Like, that's just what it's called. It's not offensive. I don't know. Maybe the only reason they had an issue with that drink was because of what the upcoming drink was. Well, from what I heard, from what I read in the articles, they had a problem with the Caucasian first. Mm. And then he said, well, if you didn't like that, you probably won't like this one. 
So that was the wrong way to go about it in his thing. But they originally just had a problem with the Caucasian. Yeah. And that led to them finding out the name of the next one. Yeah. And then they just had, didn't like all of that. But it's like, those are the name of cocktails. They've been served. There's prop, there's, there's restaurants and bars out there right now serving drinks called that. But just the way that he treated their feelings on the subject, instead of going, hey, let's talk about this. Hey, let's maybe work something out or figure out why. Like, why don't you like this? And, you know, here's why. Like, here's the history behind the cocktails. Be like, hey, let's just talk about it. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that. He seemed to be real rude about it. So they're doing this rebranding and a lot of people are like, hey, um, what'd you do? Did you get new owners? Well, no, the owner is still the same. They just got new management. But I don't think the management wasn't the problem. The management is who walked out, I believe, mm-hmm. and the staff. They're like, oh, no, new management. We're trying to make everything all great now. And, oh, everything's all happy. And we're trying to, you know, move forward in a positive way. And it's like, but the problem was with the owner. Like, he was the yeah. one that treated the workers, you know. Which isn't cool. And, like, typically if you have, like, a very toxic work environment, it's not the staff doing it. It's the owner. And yeah, management. so it's like if you can rebrand things all you want and call them different things, but bottom line is he still owns the company. Yeah, you just found different people to Yeah, with. so, like, I love Jax, although that's not what it's going to be called going forward. It is going to just be called Atomic Dog. It's all about the Atomic Dog now. He's really forcing his brand in there, his company name. So it's the kitchen, the core kitchen at Atomic Dog, Atomic Dog Wines, and now the, the cider is just going to be called Atomic Dog. Mm. They have the new can designs, and it's just Atomic Dog Pear, Atomic Dog Original, Atomic Dog Peach. So no more Jack's Hard Cider. And, like, and that had like a history behind it, like the name and the company. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, and I feel like it's his last ditch effort to try and like and it's like okay I don't agree with what he did and how he handled the situation so do I just stop drinking the cider I don't know because I really enjoyed their cider I mean I really enjoyed their original and I've enjoyed all the ciders we've had from them over and their cellar series they did mm-hmm. and we never did get that tour when we were supposed to go there And no but it's like how do we handle this now? Like, do we continue to patronize them or not um, patronize them? Because, again, same owner. It's just a shitty situation because it's like he treated his staff poorly, but then his staff, like, we don't know how they went about it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, you're getting it third-handed. Yeah, all I know is from what I read from, you know, some various articles that were written about it. Yeah. And you don't know, like, the stance on those people and all that. Like, again, three sides to every story. One side, the other side, and then the truth. So, it's a shitty situation. But, again, everything can't be PC. Like, and those drinks are named what they are. Like, if you go to, like, let's say they renamed it. I don't fucking know what they, what would be, they renamed it to something else. Just because that place calls it that doesn't mean that the bar down the street is going to stop calling it Oh, yeah, it nobody's going to stop. I mean, like, like I said. It, it, again, he just went about it the wrong way and then firing back at them. Oh, we'll buckle up for next week. Their stance just kind That's of shitty. started and died there. Like, there wasn't, like, a national call for the 
the change of that name of the yeah. cocktail. It's still being called a Caucasian in many places. It's still being called a White Russian. It's still there's I'm sure there's many cocktails out there that are called the the Negro or some form of variation of Negro in it because of the color of it. Like it's a black, a darker color. Mm-hmm. Like we're not talking about people. We're just talking about. I mean, Caucasian. Yes, that's that means a white person. But like, I don't know. If there, is there like a color out there called Caucasian? Like, if you were gonna paint a room or some shit, like, is it a, a variation of white? I don't understand I don't the the. Va- I don't. I don't know the origin of the word Caucasian. Like, uh, Caucasian, North American, white skinned of European origin. So I don't know where. Um, Caucasian is included in white. White is non-exclusive to being Caucasian. It is recommended to use the term that are more accurate, such as European American, in place of using Caucasian to signify geographical and American ancestry. What defines Caucasian in the United States? The root term Caucasian is still is still in use as a synonym for white or of European, Middle Eastern, or North African ancestry. A usage that has been criticized. Um, so, it uh, what is the origin of the word? It means of or pertaining to the Caucasus Mountains. In 1795, the German anthropologist Jonah Fre- Frederick Blumenbach, in his pioneering treatise on anthropology, distinguished mankind into five races. Um, sure. Um, but yeah, uh, sure. I don't know. It still doesn't make any, any sense to me. Um, so but anyway. Type in like Caucasian color, it just comes up with like various like tan hues. Okay. Well, I guess it's a color. Hue, hue of color. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think if I'm going into a bar and I'm drinking a Caucasian, like I'm drinking a person. Like I'm drinking, it's just because of the color of it. Yeah, but you would never order that. You'd order a white Russian. Well, yeah. But again, and I've been ordering white Russians for years and it's like, well, okay, do Russian people not like that? Like, I don't know. But I don't know. You find saying... things out. You find things out that you've referred to all your life and you did not know it was a racial slur or an insult and maybe it actually is maybe because you just don't know or like you hear something a certain way or whatever but again that's where we grow and that's where we move on and we learn and we all become better we and we talk about things instead of just being assholes to each other. And one person maybe gets a little uppity over something that maybe isn't that big of a deal. But at least hear them out as to why they may think it's a big deal. And not just be like, well, fuck you. If you don't like this, My thing you're is, not going to like just, this. I'm tired of people being offended for other people when the initial person that should be offended doesn't care. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of that going on. Like, stop being offended for, for something that has yeah. nothing to do with you. If you're not that person, don't be like, oh, well, that's not okay. I am I don't like it because of what you're doing to these people. It's like, well, those people over here are going like, don't fucking speak for us. Yeah. Like, 
you know, just like, you know, with all the things with the national anthem and, and kneeling and standing and taking a knee and people want to put words in veterans' mouths like, oh, well, veterans don't like that. There's a lot of veterans out there that go, hey, you know what? I actually fought and was in the Army just so people could do this. Like, you, you're free in this country to do whatever you want. Like, you you have freedom. Yeah, and right. part of that freedom is you don't have to do that. You don't have to stand up for the anthem you can do you can have that protest so a lot of veterans out there are like i fought in wars and fought for freedom so that you had the opportunity to do what you're doing and there's plenty of people that well i can't believe you didn't stand up for the anthem like that that's an insult to all veterans and, and a lot of veterans don't agree with that you know but, but you're speaking for everybody because it's what you think like you can't you can't know how a people feel about something unless you're one of those people. And even then, it's not the end-all be-all because one veteran might think one thing and one veteran might think another thing. Just same thing with like a person of a different race. Like a, One person might be totally okay with this mm-hmm. and another person might be like, no, I'm offended by that. So you're never going to get a uniform across the board where they're like, hey, no, that's not cool because everybody has their own opinions. So, Did you know when you chose to listen to this episode, you'd wind up here? Because we normally don't talk talk about stuff like this. No, we don't. And maybe we'll lose some listeners over this. I don't know. Sorry. I mean, we're trying not to be rude. We're just trying to look at it yeah. from it's, all angles. It's a place that we did used to frequent. Like, we really, really liked when Jax was at Hauser Estate. We went there frequently. We've gone there many times since they've been in Mila Kitchen. Like, we supported them all throughout the pandemic the best that we could. We enjoy them putting on the Cider Fest. Yeah. And it's like... They didn't have one this year because of all this stuff you know, that's going like, on. No, but, like, if the owner wants to be a fuckhead, like, that's not cool. And I don't really want to support someone like that. But, again, it's like... it. It's he said, she said. It's like, did he really say that? Well, did know, he admit to saying that? in the article, so... But, so I could say, Jeffrey said that... All ducks are blue. Just because I say it doesn't mean you actually said it. Well, I drew a blue duck. Because I've never seen a blue duck. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, Billy. That's quackastic. But, like, you know, like, so what? So (laughs) Meet you there. That's got quotes on it, too. Like, people are just... somebody said that then, right? But I don't know. It's one of those Well, now things. I'm in a, a quandary. I don't know if we should continue to drink Jack's, a.k.a. Atomic Dog. Yeah, because we have so much of it, right? Well, no, but I mean, like, if we go to Gettysburg in the future, like, do we go there? Do we just continue to patronize them? Like, I don't know. We stopped going somewhere else because they didn't... They were rule breakers. Well, that was our own personal beliefs, you know, yeah. so... I mean, I don't and know we've never was... discussed that on here. No, I don't think we have, anyway. No. I, mean, I, I know we haven't. We finally gave you guys the story about... What the fuck? Ship... Ship Bottom. Ship Bottom. Which I got that gift card and I've never gone there to use because it's so far away now. <laughs> I mean, no, it's probably about the same. Yeah, it uh, is. It's just But a I just don't have way. a reason to go there. We don't go out as much, so... Yeah. I mean, we usually would go, like, to Chicken or the Egg or Chegg. We haven't been there, but... I don't know. Yeah, for Mother's Day. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah. I just don't know how to feel. It's a very... I don't know. I don't like Jeff the name. Jeff wants you guys to tell him how to feel. I don't like the name <laughs> change. 
I can tell you that for sure. I don't like the atomic dog, it being called atomic dog. Weigh in. Like, if you are listening to this and you interact with us on social media, some of you more than others, um, but, like, let us know, like, if, would you continue to support them? Because, like... Do you know of Jax? Have you been to Jax? Like, knowing what you know, maybe you've read something or heard what we talked about. Like, how do you feel? Would you continue to support them? How do you feel about the name change? You know, how do you feel about all that? Because uh, we don't know how to feel. I don't know how I'm going to... I don't want to support someone that was shitty to his employees yeah. over something that could have just been easily avoided. And now the fact where it's like, oh, all new management. Be like, how about the owner? I'm like, no, not the new owner, but new management. It's like, the management wasn't the problem, you really. You all this. We're just saying, like, yeah. if you still have the same owner, you're trying to put it in a, a light where people are thinking, like, new management... So, like, the normal person would think, oh, well, that means they got rid of the, the bad element. Mm-hmm. But you, it's really just stayed the same. Yeah. So you're trying to put it in a light that it's not. So you're kind of being somewhat deceptive. Which is shitty, too. Yeah. So you're trying to make it sound better than it actually is because you didn't really do anything except for just hiring new people because the other people walked out. But the guy still owns it. I feel like we had something else to talk about, too. I don't know. I'm try- I was trying to remember everything. Because I, I, I was like... we're going to talk about that on the podcast. And you were like, we're going to talk about that on the podcast. And I was like, no, we're going to forget to talk about it. I don't know. What was it? I don't think that happened. It It did. Because I was like, I want to record right now because I want to say this. And you were like, no. I don't know. I got everything in that I had and the things. Like everything that was in my photo, you know, history. bone to pick. Uh, Picking out all the bones of the. Oh, pork. man. I made fucking pulled pork tonight in the crock pot. I had to babysit. Well, I didn't have to. I, I was babysitting had tonight. had to babysit. And um, I was babysitting for my best girl. I was happy hanging out with Lila. I love right, that let's kid give so this much. Along. We're at an hour but, and 37. Um, I was supposed to make pulled pork last night for dinner in the crock pot. But the goddamn pork roast wasn't falling out in the refrigerator. And I refuse to leave pork on the counter because I'm not trying to fucking eat tapeworms. Nobody puts pork on the counter. Yeah, no. No one should. Um, So I had it thawed out in the refrigerator and it was taking fucking forever. And I was like, no, fuck this. So last night we ended up having Thai noodles for dinner instead, which were very tasty. Jeff didn't like them, though. Um, I thought you were going to complain that they were too salty, not too much peanut butter. Not too peanut buttery. But I kind of offset that. With your put, spicy sauce. Yeah, I put some, uh, the Korean gokuchang on it, which was really good. Yeah. It, it really made it spicy. The flavors mixed well together. Okay. Well, so that's good to know. Thai noodles are just, um, you bloom garlic in a pan. You add in, um, two hefty tablespoons of peanut butter, two tablespoons of soy sauce, and you mix it together. Um, they use... I when I first made it, this is a home ec like high school home ec meal like meal that we were taught, and it's just so tasty. Um, we used smooth peanut butter, but added in chopped peanuts. So I just used crunchy peanut butter, um, and then you boil pasta, put it in the sauce, and just kind of like mix it around, and it's very tasty. I don't know. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. What? The sauce. Sweet I don't know. Presents how to pronounce 
Go Chu Jang. Go I was close. Go Chu Jang. Go Chu Jang. Go Chu Jang. I mean, I think I was saying it pretty close to that. Go Chu Jang. Go Chu Jang. So yeah, <laughs> it's a very tasty condiment if you don't know. So yeah. and it works very well on uh, Thai noodles. He likes peanut. his Goku sauce. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Remember um, what you want to talk about yet? No. I'm fucking pissed. Um, we only got a couple more minutes. Got five minutes. But, uh, so I threw the pork roast in the crock pot this morning and I text Jeff. I'm like, I'm going to go home on break and take care of it so it'll be like ready for you when you get home to eat dinner. And that fucking pork roast had so many goddamn bones in it. I thought it was just going to have a bone, like one big bone, like a leg or whatever. Yeah. A leg? I don't know. I don't know what kind of fucking. <laughs> Pulling out a leg of this well, fucking like, It's just like a big bone, beef. like a ham bone. I, that's pork, what I, pork. I was thinking. I don't normally use pork uh. roasts that have bones. And this is fucking why. There were so many little goddamn pieces. It yeah, was I like I was picking ribs or some shit out. Maybe that's what it was. A leg. But I will never fucking buy a pork roast with a goddamn bone in it again. That was such a hassle and a half. Yeah. And the pork is fucking boiling hot and I'm tr- as I'm trying to like pull the bones out of it. Because I'm like, the last thing Jeff needs is to like bite into a sandwich and like well, chip a tooth. Well, we didn't have for sandwiches, so I just ate it in a bowl. We don't have any rolls. Oh, I, the bread, but it's old. Yeah, and, we haven't yeah. used that anyway. Um, I just ate it out of a bowl. Oh, okay. Was it good? Yeah, yeah, I dipped it in my uh, sweet and spicy sriracha sauce. Oh. And I was very careful about eating it. did find a bone in it. Mm-hmm. I found a bone in the crock pot, too, when I was going back for another thing. So I pulled that out. It was a pretty sizable bone. Yeah. The one I had in my mouth was very small, but I was very careful when I was chewing. I'm so sorry. Um, um, I Again, I did not know that it would have so many pieces. And, like, I don't know how I would have cooked that and... I don't know. I There's no way. I mean, usually it's just one bone that you said like just slides, just slides out. out. It's like you're pulling out all these little bones. It's like, well, what the fuck kind of what part of the fucking? I don't know. Cause I don't like, know. but wait, did you we did we buy because it, it was cheaper? Yeah, it was on sale. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Do you debone it before or like would that be easier? I, I I have no idea. I, my my thought was when I got home. I was going to like pick through it when it was colder and like make sure because like it was just so hot and I was I I spilled fucking grease all down the front of me my shirt my shorts everything I was like Jesus Christ spilled coffee on me well did not spill coffee on me today but dropped my coffee out front I I said to my assistant Grace today I'm like something's got to be one of the planets is in retrograde like I'm just having a shit day I think it's in Gatorade in the microwave. I don't know. Fuck, that's not even make any sense. Because whenever Mercury's in the retrograde, they're like, oh, Mercury's in the microwave. No, never heard anybody say that. But... We run in different circles. <laughs> yeah. Very different circles. I run in cool it? ones, she runs in stupid ones. What the fuck was I gonna? Because I was like, nothing. I, I wanna, think we're all done. I with wanna it. record because I wanna talk about. Oh, guess what? We still don't have a fucking washing machine. Yeah. Oh, guess what? Bitch. Fucking three weeks now. Yeah, seriously. Uh, 
People don't know how to return phone calls or respond back to emails or just respond back to you in general. I spent my 4th of July washing clothes at my mom's house. I'm going to end up having to go to my mom's house this weekend to wash clothes. I went on Friday to the office to tell them, like, oh, we won't leave you hanging. Oh, that's so... They fucking left us hanging. They left us hanging. We still haven't gotten a phone call back, but yet somebody came into our apartment again, but they didn't tell us they came in, but we only know because they took shit apart and they left screws and, and parts apart. And moved my rug. Yeah. Like, again, tell us when you're coming in. Tell us that you've been here. And let us know what the fuck's going on. Like, what you're doing and how long this is going to take. Because it's already... It's it's getting close to being a month without having a washer and dryer. Yeah. And that's part of what we're paying for in this unit is to have this. And it's not fucking working. So we haven't been using it for a month. So you know what? That's kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. And who knows even after all this if it's actually going to even work. Yeah, because like it had no issue with, I had no issue with its washing capabilities. And like, okay, put my fucking washing machine back together and let me at least use it for the washer aspect. Like for the dryer, like it just needs to be cleaned out. Like there's so much fucking lint and shit. Like, like I don't think I don't think the thing's ever been cleaned it's out. It's like what part did you fucking order and where is it coming from? Because like. Is it a part that you could not have just gone to Home Depot or like called the fucking company like, hey, we need a part? And if that's the case, get me a new fucking machine. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's been in here since because it's still just in the same state that somebody came in on Monday. Um, But again, when is this going to be fixed? What the fuck's going on? And who knows that even when you do quote unquote fix it and you're done, if it's even going to work right. If we're still going to be having problems with it. And then what? Yeah. It's like, get us a new fucking machine. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's your fault that this shit's not working. Like, I don't know if that's what you wanted to talk about. I don't think so. No, it wasn't it. But I, I don't but fucking we're, remember. We're at the end of the episode. We went a little bit longer than we normally do. People like a long episode. I mean, it's not like you have to listen to it all at once. Anyway, I mean, we just try to like not go too long. I mean, there's podcasts out there that do like two and a half, three hours episodes. It's quality content. The couple that I listen to, they're all one hour episodes. And it's like, come on, I just get into it. And it's like, bye. Well, we're at an hour and 45. So I think we're, we've talked about everything that I mean, you can't remember. So we're not going to just sit here trying to think. That's not entertaining for anybody. I'm so aggravated. I'm sure you'll remember as soon as we're done. Probably. So that's it for this episode. Bye. See ya.